it's Saturday. Time for another episode of Beyond Garnet. Let's get creative. Maybe too intense for some listeners. Maybe unsuitable for sensitive people. May cause dizziness. May cause drowsiness. May cause excitability. Safety goggles may be required for listening. Take with food. Avoid contact with skin. Avoid extreme temperatures and store in a cool, dry place. This is not legal advice. Must be present to end. Contents under pressure may contain small parts. Listen at your own risk. Hey everyone, you know what they say. Touch the clay and you'll have a bad day. Today joining me is the phenomenal Jake Danger Jolly and the magnificent Diane Franklin who portrays DJ Skatewell in the feature film Clay Zombies. All right, so I'm super excited because not only do I adore both of you, but this is the first podcast I've had where I've had two people on at once. All right, I have some super cool guests with me, Mr. Jake Jolly and Miss Diane Franklin. It is the Jake and Diane show today. Tell me how the Clay Zombies came about and what inspired you to ask Diane to be in Clay Zombies in the particular role of a radio DJ. So I really wanted to make a short film and um, I kind of wanted to make a zombie film where someone ended up uh, going back for their dog, you know, trying to get to through the apocalypse to rescue their dog. So I ended up making a short film uh, about that, but uh, I didn't have enough money, you know, to hire a VFX makeup artist to do real zombies. So I was trying to think of something I could do that was more of a budget. And I knew I could do claymation. I thought about that scene from Jason and the Agronauts where they, you know, were fighting skeletons. And I was like, why don't you just do the claymation and, you know, add the zombies in like that? That'd be something fun I've never seen before, you know, they that's how the idea came about for that. So I, I made a couple short films, and uh, it kind of gained some traction, and more and more people in the Ohio community kind of told me they liked the films and wanted to get involved. It just kind of made sense to me to make it a feature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, so our, our latest episode was 50 Minutes, and I thought, oh, you know, we got to... You know, why don't why not just go for a feature? That's kind of where uh, you know asking Diane came into play. Is it's like okay, what does uh, a, a feature film you know need? Uh, how about an actual movie star? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and uh, uh, the thing that's you know none of the the things happening with. Uh, you know, the current pandemic or anything like that is good, but the only reason I was brave enough to ask Diane is because it's like, well, you have nothing to lose. You know, there's a pandemic going on. Why not just ask her now? (laughs) (laughs) The pandemic bravery. Don't get any ideas, right? Luckily, you know, enough, enough for me that it did work out and everything, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what it happened. You know, uh, I, I, I wanted somebody really great for this role of, of DJ Skatewell, and I, I just, you know, things weren't working out, and people that had been suggested to me, or, or you know, even people I had maybe considered, it, it, any time before this had happened, it's just like, you know, it's, it's really weird. And finally, one night, my wife was just like, okay, well, just like, who would you want to do this? If you could, you know, Reach for the stars, you know, who would you ask if you could get anybody? Right. Brian Franklin. And she'd be like, that's the best, that's the best idea anybody has said. I was like, I know, but what's, what's the likelihood? And then, you know, she's like, well, it is the pandemic. What what do you got to lose? But that's how, did I answer the question or did I? You did. You did. You're good. You're good. (laughs) All right, so Diane, this is a little kind of a two-part question for you. Um, What were your initial thoughts when Jake contacted you for Clay Zombies, and what made you decide to join the project? Well, um, I this is um, first of all, this is I'm so happy to be in this interview because I think this is a very rare moment in uh, interviewing where you get someone who has a lot of experience. working with someone who hasn't had a lot of experience right and so it's a very kind of cool moment like in time and i i, I want to preface this all of this with saying why why i decided to do this my daughter is a filmmaker 
And so I do know how hard it is to find someone to be in your movies. And a lot of times there are a lot of obstacles, um, you know, where you can't get a hold of that person. And uh, so it's very interesting because when Jake, when I, I think I, you Facebooked me at face, face, yeah, Facebooked me, mm-hmm. face, yeah, like, you, I guess that sounds so weird, but yeah. um, you contacted me on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I think it was, and uh, I was, I'm always open, because of my daughter doing films, to seeing people's material, because I really feel like, you know, there's the next generation of filmmakers and that's what life is about you know like we're in the next generation and I so I saw what my daughter went through and so like I'm so excited to see new filmmakers you know uh, projects and so uh, people do send me a lot of things I don't take everything um but in this case uh what happened was Jake was first of all Jake was very respectful so honestly if you're if you have a project or something be very respectful uh don't assume you know uh, definitely write a nice letter or, you know, like make a good impression of, and, uh, he was just such a gentleman. And then also he, uh, he sent me his script and I love the idea of clay zombies. Okay. So I just love the idea. And I have been, you know, you never know when an actor, what an actor is looking for. And so for me, when he approached uh, me to do it, I, first of all, loved the idea of it um, because it's funny, but it's also, um, I don't know, it reminded me of when I was like, you know, 11 or 12 and I wanted to watch a scary movie, but you don't want to watch something too scary. But then on TV, like during the time in the 80s or 70s, I guess, um, when those movies were on TV and you could watch them and they were so memorable. I mean, like The Blob, you know, yeah. uh, just so, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're... They're over the top, and, and you love them, and you watch them over and over again because they are so unique, and so, it was just, I mean, there's some movies that will never, no one, you know, they're just classics. So, yeah. when I got the idea of Clay Zombies, I totally got it, and I loved the concept, and I loved the script, and so, my first, that was my first reaction, that yeah. I just loved the material, right? And then yeah. the second thing was I loved the role. If he had approached me with a role that I had done before, um, you know, t- characters that I'd done before, I may have not done it. Yeah. Because to me, for me as an actress, I'm, I like challenging roles, and I like roles that are different. I like roles that surprise the audience. So to play something that you don't expect to play is very exciting to me. And so that, as an actress, was challenging, and I, I just was like, oh, my gosh, he really wants me to play this? Like, this is... So great. <laughs> this is so great. So my imagination went crazy, and I was like, okay, this is going to be incredibly challenging for us to do um, via uh, via phone because obviously the pandemic is not coming over directly. So um, anyway, uh, so basically the idea was, what was my reaction? Yes, I, I, was, I, was, I was open to it at the beginning, which again, like not many actors maybe are. Um, but then, you know, I would say, take a chance and contact people. You just never know uh, where an actor is in their life where they might be open to it or interested. But I think what's great about it is next filmmaker, next generation, and next voice. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. So absolutely. There you go. Yeah. And I'm so glad, Jake, that you got the nerve, you know, or whatever it took to get me to come and do this with you. I mean, it's sort of it's a kismet thing it's kind of it's just amazing great timing and that I had the time too that's another thing you know I don't always have the time so when he contacted me he was correct yeah the pandemic is a great time to contact people because we have a little bit more time <laughs> right Jake yeah. Jolly for the win look at that <laughs> I love it I have to tell you Diane when we did this little it's how long has uh, the original claymation zombies been out Jake the, the first one, it was like 15 on the dock. Okay. I remember when we saw that the first time, and the first time the claymation zombies appeared on the screen, I just about came up out of my chair. It was so cool. So you, you got it too. Yeah. You totally got it. Yeah. And you understood how awesome that is. Yeah. Even in the short. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I'm thinking, you hear claymation zombie, you hear claymation zombie movie. 
and you are there. Yeah. You hear, like, <laughs> you know, 18th century, you know, war movie about, you know, you just, like, you hear, like, some kind of, like, you know, subject matter that maybe has been done before, but you really have to investigate the story. You may or may not watch it, but Clay Zombie, you are there. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm totally That's awesome. I can't wait to see this, Jake. It's going to be so cool. So I have a yeah. question for both of you. You can take turns answering it, whoever wants to go first. What were some of the challenges of working together across the country during a pandemic? You go, Jake. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate it if you went first, Diane. Please, <laughs> first. All right. So what was challenging about working through the pandemic? Yeah. Okay, first of all, um, first of all, I want to tell you something that Jake reminds me of Savage Steve Holland. Because there's a sweetness to him in, in the way he directs and the way he asks uh, to do things. And I really appreciated that because he he knew that he was in a situation which was, we were all at a, at a, um, a disadvantage because we're so far away. But he, he not only needed an actress, he needed film quality and he needed a sh- he needed a, a background. He needed props. He needed. Right. I mean, he needed a set. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I offered him to do. The, uh, I said, you know, do you want a green screen? I could do that if he wanted. Um, he was like, no, you know, let's just see if we could do the set, you know. And so, we really worked together to create um, the, the atmosphere and the scene. So that's another thing. Another, a lot of actors wouldn't be um, able to do. But I, luckily for Jake, was actually filming um, a bunch of. Um, uh, videos for um, uh, kids. I was doing some drama videos for some kids. Mm-hmm. And so I had already been up to steam on my um, tape, videotaping and lighting and background. So when it started, like when he asked me to do it, it was just perfect timing where I was, when I was able to do it. So it was exciting for me to be able to go, okay, well, what do you think of this set? And what do you think of this? And here are your wardrobe choices. You know, like I actually sent him back and forth, went back and forth on design ideas of, you know, what I had and what he thought would work. So that was extremely exciting to me um, as a actress and but also as having been in the business long enough to understand what the director is looking for and needs. And... You know, like, I mean, he would tell me his idea, and then I would try to put it together, and then I would send him photographs of what it looked like. So I got to be, like, the set designer and the costume, you know, person, <laughs> the makeup person there. Um, I was very, very, very fun. And uh, I think that, it, I think it looks great. I think it turned out great. Um, and I'm just, I mean, I'm excited. You know, I was excited for his response because, again, you know, it's all um, about communication and going back and forth. And if it hadn't been for the pandemic, we wouldn't have had this very special experience, which I really believe now that everybody's doing, you know, I mean, just becoming, doing Zoom things and doing things online has become the social norm. Even if, when, when the pandemic is over, people are going to look back at this time and go, wow, this had to happen during this time. These movies are very special because this is not happening anymore. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime right moment and I really got that as well I mean it's, it's a once in a lifetime film made at a once in a lifetime moment you know so there's my two dollars okay. <laughs> <laughs> two dollars yes. I want my two dollars <laughs> go ahead Jake uh, um, well first I am just saying that I remind you of Savage Steve Holland that's oh my gosh <laughs> I could not get a better compliment than that, but, um, uh, you know, you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, Diane mentioned most of, you know, the, she actually got the brunt, probably the challenges, because it was, like, you know, like, we, like she just said, she had to send, she, you know, she had to design the set and do all those other things, and she kind of helped me out by, we went back and forth in wardrobe and all that, but. But for me, it was it was awesome in a way too because Diane brings so much to the table, and she and you know like we talked about, like she, you know she has much more big budget film experience and everything, so she's already thinking about things that actors I've worked with before would would never even right. would never even 
you know, bother to do. Yeah. She, she came up with a, we hadn't even, she agreed to it, and we hadn't even talked about it really much yet, and she sent me an idea of the backstory of a character, which was perfect, and um, when she was sending me the, you know, different ideas for the sets and everything, it was just like, everything was lining up. I'm so much uh, like it, or yay. Because you say this, Oh yeah, and I mean, it, it was, it is amazing, it's like, um, because, because I think too, it's just a gift, she got it, like, she, she read the script, and she got it. Yeah. Like, it's so uh, important, it's so important, like, to get it. Yeah. You get yeah. with actors, and they don't get it, they just, you know, I don't know, want the paycheck, and it's like, oh my god, like, you have to get it. If you get it, it's everything. It's everything. Exactly, and she's like picked up on that tone, which for some reason people people miss out on it. Where it's like um, they're not they're not the people in the story aren't in on the joke. We're all in on the joke that their experiences are so ridiculous. But uh, working with her on that was awesome, and and then so when we actually got to filming, it's like Diane knew exactly what to do with that too. She would basically do some takes. She and then send them my way. It's like she was already thinking of things on film sets that you know people people don't normally think of. Like she would she would start give herself some time, give some time, which is really important for sound and everything. Do the scene, give some time afterward, and and all that. A lot of times, a lot of times, if you aren't uh, used to filming or directing or anything like that, you don't know how it is, how important it is when you start a take to not just like go with it right. and then end it. Yeah, you have and to know. consider the editor yep. and the editing of it so that people have space between the dialogue. They can cut, um, and they can also um, and that you um, give them different versions of of things and you give the space for the editor to cut it together. Absolutely. I don't know about you, Jake. The thing I run into the most when I'm directing is people will not even wait for action and they try to go into a scene and you're like, wait for action. Hold on. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. But, uh, I, that's the thing I can't stand. To, it's like, and I've even ended good takes before because it's like, I've just got to show them they can't keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you need to give a variety because you're telling a story. So if you, as an actor, don't give a variety of yeah. different reactions or takes, if you do the same thing every time, the problem is there's nowhere for the. There's first of all, you want to keep it alive and fresh, but also consider in a film like you're telling a story, and maybe the director wants to take it a little bit in a different direction. So the real, the hardest thing about this whole thing was even though I understood the tone, I didn't know exactly how he wanted me to play my character because I could have played it very big, very real, somewhere in the middle, and uh, that was the hardest thing to do. I really tried to give Jake the option of where are we in this, where is your tone? Right. You know, within the tone, you know? Within the big tone, you know, something can be funny, but what level funny are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. to me like even though there might have been some challenges, you guys had a fantastic collaboration on this. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jake. I had a great time. He was a wonderful director. And um, this is why one of the reasons why I agreed to do the interview with you, because it was such a magical moment. Yeah. I have to say a magical moment. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, was, it was just... A, it was surreal to me. It's like, I, I don't know, you know, it's like, I was, it was like, I was telling Diane, it's like, better off dead. It, it's like, um, and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. They're like, they're like my comfort movies. They're like my favorite movies. They're, they're, they're like, uh, they're just awesome. So to work with her, it's just surreal. I, sometimes I still can't believe it now. It's crazy. Oh, merci, fuck you. Merci, merci. That's <laughs> yeah, it's long stressing. And Peru. <laughs> uh, so how do you both feel about zombie movies? Well, I would say 
realistic zombie movies like um, like Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Walking Dead is pretty realistic. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I'll say they freak me out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but probably rightly so. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. I think what it is is that I'm not into the super gore. Yeah, I'm not either. That's yeah. Not my, that's not my thing. But I really respect the the American culture of the of the monsters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we've got like the zombies are part of like zombies, vampires, um, Frankenstein kind of. Yeah. Like if he was the doctor, but like the monster idea, even like the hungry beast from Terror Vision. You know? Yeah. Love monsters. Love the love the and my actually I think my favorite actually is the Invisible Man. That one was scary. Huh. Back. Really yeah. scared me. Love that. But to me, I think it's because, again, like, I'm not into the seeing the gore. I like the, uh, to me, what scares me is what you don't see. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yes. But the, the idea of the monsters being scary, but you can still laugh. And, I mean, like, these monsters can get all bloody, but they're clay. And it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could be covered with blood. and you could be covered with blood, and then you see the claymation zombie, and it's, like, great. Like, to me, like, I can, I think it's the idea of uh, relaxing, laughing and relaxing, um, but also, like, getting a little scare um, is a fun movie as opposed to be tense, because especially during this pandemic time, I I have enough tension. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. It's, it's tense enough in the world right now where we don't need to be put in a hyper-tense Space. Yes. I don't know. That's yes. my thought. What's yours, Jake? Um. Well, so that's the that's the the big hitter with me is like I think there's two types of, of zombie movies. I think there's the kind where it's purposely kind of just like gross, and there's not much story. It's just kind of um, I, I don't know, just like a, a regular horror movie. The the ones I'm I tend to go to are ones that are almost more action adventure and the zombies are more so just kind of you know the the villain to their goal like uh you know a good example would be like uh james gunn's dawn of the dead or the original dawn of the dead by george romero yeah yes yes i remember yes uh they gotta work together and it's it's not so much about the 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 zombies being gory or gross and um it's more so just like how how do how does something like this bring these people together, and um, how are they going to work together to get through this and, and deal with this situation? And I, I kind of like zombies because it's it's a most of the time in real life you really can't fight against whatever kind of problems you're you're actually having. Mm-hmm. I feel like zombies are a good on screen representation of of things we have to deal with with other people. To, to get through, you know, different bad times in our lives or whatever. Uh, I, I just have to interject with you. It's so funny. I completely agree with you. And um, I, I we did a scene, one of the scenes we shot uh, in uh, Jake's film was, I'm looking out the window at, like, this zombie apocalypse or something. Something's going on. And I, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I'm reacting. And I'm so excited to see what he's going to put on the other side of the window. Because <laughs> that, to me, is an example. Like, you know, if you look out and you see, what what, are, what am I going to be seeing um, is going to be interesting uh, because it's based on, you know, what his idea of the zombie world being like. Yeah. And uh, so that'll be a very funny moment in the film where you're going to see my reaction and I don't have any idea what I'm looking at. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fun. It be hard. I don't know. It depends on the taking date. So I just give them a bunch of different options for that moment. That's cool. There's, there's a lot of zombies. I'll <laughs> now, Jake, do you have plans for, I know this isn't out yet, but I'm going to ask, do you have plans for like a sequel to this or a second film? And if so... Will we see or hear the radio DJ in that? Uh, I, well, I, I would love to do a sequel, and um, I would. And if, oh, oh yeah, you know, but the, but, oh, if Diane's up for it, I would, I would, I'd love to, to have her resume the, 
because everybody in the in the story, every everybody um, trusts and listens to uh, her character's name's uh, DJ Skatewell. Everybody yeah. everybody respects and loves DJ Skatewell. So I, I think I think she's essential. She would she would have to come back. But in an ideal world, maybe this time get get out a shotgun and get in on the action. Oh, yeah. that might be fun. Oh wow, that would be so much fun. Well, I'm there. You let me know, Jake. Let's let the movies like let this movie fly, and we'll see. Because that would be so much fun. Well, yeah, and I'm there. I, <laughs> I'm, uh, I just I checked, uh, you know, and in Terravision, you are running around with the Thompson, so yeah, I know you're ready. Yeah. It was great. I have to say, I have never, um, you know, I like shotguns, like, you know, the shooting range, you know, um, which actually is fun in a shooting range, okay? I'm just going to put that very quick. In a shooting range where you are in a place where you can shoot, that's fine. But, um, and there's a target, okay, that's fine. But um, when I, I've never done, uh, like, a, action film, and Terrorvision was the closest I did where I had, like, a, a, a gun where I'm, shooting at the monster um so it was pretty fun i have to say i have to I have to admit that um not that i would ever have a gun in real life but there you go so in the movies <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so this is a question for both of you so this zoom filming or people self-taping or self-filming and sending themselves to their directors and getting feedback and all that we know it's been a great alternative during the pandemic and because of all the restrictions do you think that some people are going to try to continue this in their filmmaking um, as a way to get more projects done so that if they don't have the bigger budget, they can have people self-film and send in their scenes? Do you think that's a trend that will continue? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I will say this, which is fascinating to me. Um, I know that right now, during the pandemic, I don't know if you've noticed, there have been a lot of commercials. Yes. And all of a sudden, you see someone with masks, and, like, you know that they just shot it within the last week. You know that this has been, or this is, you know, very recent, and it has amazing film quality. Yeah. You're sitting there going, how is this possible that they were able to make a commercial and suddenly make this happen? So I do believe that where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. And I think we're in a generation now where so many people, or certainly a lot of more people, have really good film equipment. Yeah. And there are filmmakers out there who have graduated from film school who have their own equipment who are now going out and trying to make things happen. And so, like, as an actress, I get this, I get auditions where they come in and I'll see something where they'll say, looking for um, a person who actually... Um, owns a Toyota, you know? <laughs> right. Can you show up at this place if you own a Toyota and can you, or can you send us, you know, something on a green screen or can you shoot something, you know? And so they're challenging actors to, to come, you know, to be able to shoot their own stuff or to connect with these filmmakers who have better equipment. And um, I think that people who are at the top of their game are going to, you know, get advantages. They're going yeah. to, be working um, because when people send in, you know, film, um, the people who are are at the top of the game know how to do this and know how to do it quickly um, are going to be getting a lot more work um, and they're going to be paid, you know, the money. So, um, you know, it's it's just an interesting question because I do think that it's certainly going to be an option yeah. and it's going to be something that's going to be necessary. I think for at least for the end of the year. Sure. I really do. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. People are still going to be very careful. Yeah, I agree with that definitely. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, so I kind of have like a well. So the thing is with with, uh, with our film and Diane's part, it's um, it's it makes it makes a lot of sense because she is she's you know she's quarantined herself off well not really quarantined but she's she's moved away from the actual apocalypse she's she's in the woods and mm -hmm. it, it makes sense for for her to be alone and you know for for the camera angles to just be of just her and all that it makes it makes sense right and i was quarantined in the quarantine yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were <laughs> <a> double quarantine <laughs> yeah uh, so 
so with that, then, so that's my first part. It makes sense because her character was alone and, and DJing, so that makes sense. Yeah. The second part is she's, you know, she's an amazing actress, actual movie star, so she's charismatic on the screen. So even even though she is by herself, the acting is so good and she's her character is so entertaining, it, it's fine. But that being said, you know, uh, Parks and Recreation tried to do an episode that was all Zoom. Oof. Yeah. Was it rough? Yeah. Through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not that the acting was bad, but it wasn't like, you know, just a little bit of Zoom. It was like the whole, and it was only yeah. a half an hour episode, but oh, still, wow. like, I, I couldn't do it. I, I think one of the reasons where they were trying to explain over the, they were trying to over-explain why they were all on Zoom and it wasn't a regular episode. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. You can't do a Zoom a Zoom show. It's it's it, it's I, I point, you know I give them points for trying, but I agree. It's not a show. It's too restrictive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's the other thing I would say too is if if uh, you know I'm really not trying to kiss too much butt, but if you're not <laughs> if you're not a caliber actor like I am, like I oh. like it, and, and you're just trying to it, there's it's just you so if you aren't like if it's not a great job of acting it's going to be extra noticeable because it's just someone sitting in front of you know a zoom camera right oh you're so nice nice that's nice <laughs> i'm actually blushing seriously so nice of you to say that well i mean i'm i'm just doing, i'm just telling the truth so <laughs> <laughs> so what have um, both of you been doing to stay motivated? Well, I, for me, I, I'll go first. I, I have so much going on because I'm actually um, writing the book, mm-hmm. uh, which is a memoir yep. to the, uh, the, film, the 1985 uh, film comedy, Better Off Dead. Uh, and uh, so I've been having a great time gathering interviews from people and um, writing it and editing it. And so I've been focusing on that. Um, and also, um, I'm, I teach kids, and which is so lovely because I teach kids and it's part of, um, I work at a, a school district, but what's great is during the pandemic, these kids are so, you know, sad and bored, like they're at home. And so I've been making these uh, drama videos for the district and for these kids. And so that is very nice because it obviously takes me out of my, it, it, I mean, honestly, like, you know, it's a me world, but now like I go, like, it's a you world. It's the world for, it, it's everyone else's world. I mean, there's so much going on in the world. We need to give and, and put out for other people. And so this is my way of giving and helping the next generation, the kids, you know, so uh, it's, it takes a lot of energy. I get really tired, but it's, um, but they're great videos and, uh, the kids love them. So it makes me very happy. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, what are you doing to stay motivated? You know, I was editing a lot, um, you know, the, the feature and that's, that's one of my go-tos when, uh, things are starting to feel down. It's like, dude, you, you know, you've got this feature, like just focus on that. Mm-hmm. These things may be, be going on, but you got this, so after our collaboration and finally getting those parts and adding them in, um, I'm, I'm just so, I'm so much more amped for the movie now because it, it, I, I don't know how most people are when they're working on a film, but after you edit so many times, you start to even wonder the things mm-hmm. that were funny, if they're even funny anymore. Or... That's very natural. That is a very natural thing. That means you're, you're becoming a real director there <laughs> because that's exactly right. You, you, one minute you're like, Yes, and then the next minute you're like, no, and then the next minute you're like, wait, I got to work harder. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. So what you're feeling is completely natural, and all great directors have felt that. So just know that's normal. You're because on the right you're path, striving. Jake. You're striving for the sweet spot, you know. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so after that, and this, and the scenes now are just like, oof, like um, it, they're just they they really pack a. Uh, they really pack a punch. As, uh, so I'm, I'm really excited. I've, I've got just, uh, so I just know there's some, a little bit more claymation going on, and I need to do a, a reshoot on a scene or two. But other than that, um, 
and it's, uh, that's what's been keeping me motivated is to just you know keep keep working on the film because I'm I'm really proud of what we've got so far, and I I think people are I think I really think people are gonna like it. Jake, you can do it. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. So it'll be cool. I want to see what, what Diane's seeing out that window. That's what I'm going to watch for. <laughs> what is your advice to anyone listening now on how to stay creative during the pandemic? I know things are starting to sort of open back up now. What would your advice be to them, say, coming out of this, to come out of the gate full-blown creative? Um, well, my advice is, seriously, and it's funny, I was talking to my husband about this because he is a, a writer, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how the pandemic is actually gold for creative people. I agree. if you are a creative person, meaning you're, um, you're a musician, you're a writer, you're an artist, you're um, an actor, this is the time where you do your research. You go online and you look at everything and you work on different uh, things that you need to get better at, which, you know, we all need to get better. No one ever knows everything. You're never at the end. Right. Um, Even as an actress, when I was acting as a young person, I acted in different roles. Now I'm acting as an older woman and, you know, and playing different characters. So, you know, whether I'm studying dialects or more movement or... Um, or I'm looking at um, different styles or different shows. You know, if I was to play a character on a show, could I play that? What would I play? Um, tones. You know, you can watch a lot of shows and say, okay, if I was a character, who would I play on this show? Um, and just learn about the diff- again tones. You know, checking out different things. But um, and the musicians writing your music. Um, definitely use that alone time because the minute things open up in a big way you're back to either you know putting your energy out and I think this is a really good time to put that energy in and ask yourself what can I get better or what don't I understand or know that I need to seek knowledge for and my gosh we've got the internet this is something that didn't happen in the 80s we didn't have this opportunity we didn't so people have to understand you could not get information as easily in any other time period than you can today. So take advantage of that. I always think, what if the internet, I mean, what if there was some kind of uh, apocalypse where suddenly the internet disappeared? Uh, oh my gosh, all that information we could get so easily would be um, gone. How do you spell deliberate? <laughs> you can't yeah. You go, you know, like, oh, well, just, uh, you know, automatic grammar change. Like, what if you had to do the spelling? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you, so, you know, I'm just being silly, but it's the truth is that we, our information is so easily accessible. It's time to research and uh, and take advantage of that. Like, you know, search it out. Don't just watch your favorite video and then go, well, I'm bored. Go, well, what do I need to learn? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And go for it or want to learn. If you want to learn French, go for it, you know? Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. Learn a language. I mean, there's so many things to learn. Jake, what's your advice to anyone? (laughs) Uh, My advice. Uh, Well, one thing I will say, kind of, uh, kind of gloomy, but I guess kind of hopeful is like, uh, anytime I, a lot of times the best uh, art, like I used to write a lot of songs or anything, came from a time when I was really down. So if Mm -hmm. if you are feeling really down, you can you can use that energy towards your uh, towards your art. Oh, you're so right. That is absolutely, yeah. absolutely right. Uh, one You're, thing I will say, it's not really about being creative, but um, it's, I was starting to feel pretty depressed the other day because I, I, like, I hadn't really, I've been working a lot of 16 hour shifts on my, my day job, so I don't really, uh, really get to be around people too much. And then when you look at social media, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad yeah. right now. Um, yeah. I agree. a lot of, <laughs> it's so, it's so exhausting to watch the news. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, you shouldn't just block it out. There's a lot of things that do need to be addressed and there are a lot of things that, you know, actions that need to be taken and everything. But I'm just saying to anyone who 
just feeling overwhelmed by it all and like you know an overwhelming sadness or anything like that it's like you'll feel better to just just make sure you're calling people and and facetiming people because once you do that you'll kind of wake up and not really wake up but you'll realize things aren't as apocalyptic as they seem like right now if you just get on social media and see there's a lot of people just like screaming into the void now it's kind of sad yeah where you just uh, you can tell a lot of people's posts are them just like they're trying to say something smart but you can kind of see past it and you just see the you know you just see them kind of just screaming out does anybody see me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's true. a very that's a lovely point i have to i i just have to interject you know you don't have to obviously we're not all happy all the time you're gonna have your all your feelings and i think sometimes you know when you're alone, you start to realize, oh my gosh, like, maybe I'm not as upbeat or I get angry or whatever. All your feelings are coming uh, full. But that's part of the human experience, and we all share that. And I think you're absolutely right. Like, don't isolate, but, you know, connect with people. Yes, definitely. And, and that's the thing, too, is, like, another just quick suggestion uh, is um, I know a lot of, like, filmmakers are probably, I'm, I'm really lucky to the point where, I have footage to play with. I've got my movie and editing I can work on. But if I was, to, if I didn't have that, I'd be like, man, I can't. I just like, why can't this just be over? I want to get out and start yeah. shooting something. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one thing that I did find is, um, you know, I'm kind of a dork. I like, I like to uh, collect, you know, certain uh, uh, action figures, things <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brother. Uh, suggest like hey man take one of your your dorky action figures i see people taking like cool lit photos with fog machines and stuff and i know you got a fog machine so you know that's kind of that could be something cool for filmmakers to try out you'll you'll learn a little bit about lighting and um you know you can experiment with angles and things like that it's not as fun as getting to work with a real model or actors or anything like that but uh, i saw those photos jake they were very cool Oh, thank you. Yeah, they were neat. Yeah. And see, that's artistic. That's really artistic, you know? Whether you do it with uh, clay figures, um, action figures. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a create. You can be creative, you know? And stop judging yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. So many people judge themselves. It's like, seriously, that is the biggest waste of time. Just be creative, you know? That's how great things happen. Absolutely. I think when you're true to who you are then the right people are going to be in your circle. You're going to attract the right people. Well, that's that's incredible. I mean, that's so true because that's how Jake and I connected. Mm-hmm. Because here we are, you know, of like mind. And I think that is, again, you know, you don't know until you just put it out there. And the one thing, if the Internet hasn't taught anyone this already, for every person that likes what you do, there's going to be somebody who doesn't. Yeah. And that's okay. All you want is to find that one person who gets you. And what we kept talking about this over and over in this interview is, do you get each other? Do you, yep. and, and what a great feeling it is when you do find someone who gets it. Yep. Well, I am super yeah. excited to see Clay Zombies, the feature film, Jake Jolly's feature film. <laughs> that You know how exciting that is? You have to be just over the moon with that, man. That is so cool. So cool. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And that's the the, the thing I'm excited about, too, is, you know, like, you know, not to go too over the top with it again, but just to have my favorite actress in the film already. It's it's incredible. It makes me so happy. Every time you say that, seriously, (laughs) it makes me so happy. I love making making you happy like makes me very happy my question is when is this coming out or what do you think is this year next year my my goal and if everything goes okay um just like i you know god forbid something doesn't happen to me or something crazy i really am hoping to have it done by early october oh my gosh it's so exciting I was just talking with somebody yesterday who, who thought they might even have an end for me to uh, put it in front of the boys of Shudder. Oh, so cool. pretty sweet. Oh, my God. That's awesome. All right. 
I am beyond excited. I'm telling everybody, anybody who's listening to this, this is going to be such a fun movie. And you're going to love it. You're just going to love it. So I'm, I'm already telling everyone to get excited. I, 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 yeah, well, you know, I don't, um, Anna can tell you this, I, I'm not a bragger on myself at all. A crazy guy, but I, uh, I sent my brother a, uh, a rough cut of, um, of the big scene you're in, Diane, where you're uh, looking out the window and, you know, there's all the gunfire and everything. Mm-hmm. And my brother sent me back, dude, this is the best thing you have ever done. Oh. This is awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, that, that's a thing. For brother to brother, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how older brothers are. He's, yeah. He's, 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 he's more prone to give me a wedgie than a big compliment. <laughs> yeah. No, that is the most, uh, when you get your older brother's respect, you're in. Like, that's like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Um, awesome. Oh that is so cool. I really appreciate you saying that about, uh, you know, uh, you uh, you know appreciate making me happy or whatever, Diane. Because that's that's one thing I was thinking about the other day, and I was thinking about it the other night. Like um, actresses, actors, and everything—they do so much for us with with their films. Like I don't know what your guys's you know most favorite movies are, but sometimes it kind of stinks where you don't ever have the opportunity to like you know tell them like, man, this this movie is done so much for me your performance and all that and um i'm really glad you know I've, I've i've been able to tell you how much your movies have meant to me it's it's crazy you know it's like i had a dream the other night where uh me and john candy were running away from some blob or something <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but... <laughs> anyway when i woke up it's I already like, funny yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's just kind of like you know, I I never met that guy, and I and there's so many people around the world who who've never met him or, or any actor or actresses they've watched. But we all feel like, you know, we know you guys, even though we mm-hmm. don't. That's just right. And it's like you know, certain voices you'll hear on the screen, you feel like you're home, and it's like you never have the chance to meet them and tell them like your movies, your films, your your art. They give me such a a comfort, and they'll never know. Kind of, kind of weird, isn't it? It is. It is a surreal kind of a thing, and I think I, I, the only thing I feel sometimes bad is because I'm very, um, like, I'm very res- respectful of each of of people, and I'm very like directly, like I can deal with people directly, and I think that's difficult sometimes for a lot of actors. They, they, some actors are very isolated. Some people don't feel good about themselves, and and some actors don't. Um, they don't want you to know who they really are. You know, they're they are playing a role. So I mean, for me, when I play a role, there's there's aspects of me that are in every role that I play. You know, in order to play them, obviously I have to use my imagination and play a character. It doesn't mean that I've lived that life. It's, right. Uh, but you know, I think actors we all come from different places and different reasons why we do it. Um, but I feel like at least. From my perspective, my job as an actress is to make the world, give the world, um, give the world entertainment and give the world, um, give back, you know, like do my, my job is, we all have a job to do and in the world of helping the world, some people, you know, are nurses, they help people, some people fight fires, um, you know, and it's like my job is to bring happiness to the world. That's my feeling. And it's not a religious thing. It's just a feeling of, uh, you know, keep bringing that because that is what the world needs. You know, we just each, we have to do our part. So if I can, I, I just, it is really nice though when I hear back, you know, that I hear like, oh, you know, you mattered and you made a difference or you, you stood out and, and you made my day better or, you know, that makes me feel really great. So I, I do appreciate my fans and people who do respond, um, to me on Facebook or Twitter, uh, that does matter. It makes a big difference to me. It makes me happy, you know, like, okay. Because, you know, you don't have to, like, as an actor, you know, I mean, I'm sure that there's actors that scare people all the time, and maybe, I don't know, I think that's good, too, because it takes people out of the reality, like you said, of their world, and of, like, the, maybe their 
a day that they're not having as a good day, then they get scared and they're like, oh yeah, now I'm alive, you know? <laughs> right. I feel something, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, see, that's a catch-22 when, when, when you guys actually respond to fans in public sometimes, then you just have people who are just like lashing out at you. It's like, mm-hmm. for no reason. So it's like, I could see the appeal if, you know, hypothetically, if I was like, you know, some celebrity, I just not ever doing anything because someone is going to just like lash out like, ah. Yeah, yeah, and that's why a lot, you have to respect a lot of times. I mean, look, if an actor plays somebody that's not likable, and if they get that slack on social media, you know, they don't like that. That makes them feel terrible, you know? And uh, so it, it is important. That's why I say it's important to be respectful. It, it, acting is a is a um, is not it's not who that person is necessarily. Yeah. And um, be respectful that they, it's, a, it's a job. It's, it, it's, not, it's not a job. There's a word for it. It's um, you know, it's like a, it's an art. And you have to be respectful that they are choosing to do what they're doing to make your day, to believe a character. Well, thank you both for joining me. This was so fun. And I'm, I had a blast. I'm so excited to see this when it comes out, Jake. Uh, Peter's up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Huh? Uh, I, I can't wait for people to, to see what uh, Lighter's Up is all about. I'm going yeah. to have t-shirts. Um. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love no, but, it. But thank you both. Alana, is a, is really appreciate you, you having us both on and, and asking about this. Lana, uh, you're lovely. What a, what a nice interview, and thank you for having me on again. Oh, and, absolutely. And I just, you're such a sweet person, and you're, you're uh, and also a talented uh, host, and thank you. I just love you being on your show. Oh, thank you so much. All right, well, thank you yeah, both okay. so much, and Jake, happy editing, man. It's going to be so cool. And Diane... Thank you so much for joining us again. This was awesome. Merci bucket. Or as uh, Jake Will would say, lighters up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Thank- Bye. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family. You can also follow me on Instagram at It's Me, Lana Reed. Also, stop by Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review. Many thanks to the musical genius of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech for our super slick theme song, Jet Fueled Vixen. Thank you to Michelle Lawson for our witty and fun disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by the guests on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the host, Beyond Garnet or Garnet Films.